it is time for the three favorite words in Blue Water Baptist history. It's catechism time. time of the service where we typically do catechism. If you don't know what catechism is, catechism is an ancient uh, Christian practice for um, teaching. It's been around since the first century. We um, are self-consciously using our catechism to um, build a, a biblical worldview. So um, we will stray beyond the actual answer on occasion like every week. And um, let's go to question five. Question five. What do the scriptures principally teach? It's not supposed to say preach. Teach. The scriptures principally teach what man is to believe concerning God and what duty God requires of man. So the scriptures principally teach doctrine and practice. Okay? In a nutshell. You may remember a few weeks ago we talked about the idea of, of general and special revelation. General revelation being what God has revealed in nature. Um, the psalmist says that the heavens declare the glory of God. Paul in Romans 1 says that um, by nature men know that God exists and know certain things about God just by being a creature in his creation. So much so that they are held without excuse. And what they actually see in nature through general revelation, they're actively suppressing it in unrighteousness, Paul says. Hence, they're without excuse. So what we're talking about today is special revelation. It required God to reveal to us what was necessary for us to know about God and what is necessary for us to know how we might please God. Now, man... Uh, mankind without special revelation um, is handicapped in that regard. Man's um, attempt to understand reality is skewed without special revelation. There's no, it's no accident that, for instance, science developed completely different and further in cultures that were founded on the Christian worldview than those that were not. And why that was is because the Bible was able to give us a reason and an explanation for looking at the world as something that had order and meaning and purpose. It wasn't just an accident. It was something that God actually did and put meaning and purpose behind it. And consequently, man without special revelation has no way to account for rationality, logic, or morality. It took the Christian faith, it took the Bible, to give us the necessary preconditions to, to develop, develop the concept of rationality, logic, and morality. So not only is, they, are they, is man without the Bible struggles to look at reality around them, he struggles in terms of spirituality. So the spirituality is skewed just as much as the view of reality is. So consequently, Paul says that when, when the non-Christian looks at the world, he's suppressing the truth in unrighteousness. And he's exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worships and serves the creature rather than the creator. We'll talk about this more in a minute. So, if, if, it, if we're presupposing that, that God 
had to um, give a special revelation to know what to believe about God and how we are to please God, it follows that the Bible is the only place we can find these things. So when it comes to God, for instance, um, the only place you can find about what God is actually like is revealed in the scriptures. That's the only place you can find. And so what we do is very often we'll read the Bible and we're very uncomfortable what's there. And the fact is that it doesn't matter if we're uncomfortable. Our personal preferences are fallen and need to be um, instructed as to what they are to believe according to the scriptures. So, what we will naturally do sometimes is be very uncomfortable with what the Bible says, um, but, one of those moments, just with brain dead in my train of thought, um, we will naturally um, suppress them. What comes naturally to us, however, is to domesticate God, to make him more palatable to our prayer. Secondly, when it comes to spiritual practices, um, we need to be very critical about dragging non-Christian concepts and disciplines of spirituality. Those were developed to suppress the knowledge of God. We don't uncritically drag pagan or idolatrous practices and assume that we can sort of baptize them and use them within the church or within our spiritual lives. God has told us what is required of us. Um, we think of Micah where it says, God has told you what's required of you, O man, to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. All of these concepts require the Bible to define them. Otherwise, what we'll naturally do is skew them. For instance, if you look at the world around us, we can take any one of these words and we can see how it is interpreted in our world. We have things like reproductive justice, which in short is a defense of abortion. So we take something like reproductive justice or mercy um, and we give it the meaning exactly opposite of what the Bible would attach to it. So what are we to do? What we need to do is to look to the Bible. We have, the Bible has given us redemptive history from creation to the cross and the establishment of the church. We have been given a whole history of our, our forefathers in the faith, how they approached God, what they thought about God, and how they practiced their spirituality. That is what we use as our example. We don't use anything else. May we be the sort of people that know and understand the Bible's under view of, of God and, and spirituality because our God is consuming fire.